If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many, many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started now. Welcome to the Money Vikings Podcast, where we conquer financial freedom. Join Greg, Jerry, and Bob as they discuss everything investing and personal finance. The Money Vikings Podcast is hosted by three dads who are doing what they can each day to burn down debt and build wealth. Learn the path to true wealth. Their podcast and website, moneyvikings.com, is a treasure trove of ideas. So without further ado, here they are, the Money Vikings. Welcome, everyone, to the Money Vikings podcast number 23. Today, we discuss investing ideas in the world of electric vehicles. It looks like EVs are entering an inflection point where they become adopted on a massive scale, creating many opportunities. So let's explore these together. Bob, Jerry, you guys there? Yeah. Yes, this sir. is a very exciting time for EVs. I, uh, I, I've owned a couple in my uh, lifetime and uh, looking forward to talking about them with you guys. I am excited to hear your your view on them, and I'm 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 just like totally jazzed about this whole show. Um, but you guys had a good, uh, yeah, nice Christmas, Hanukkah, all that went down well. We are coming off of the holidays here, so yeah, yeah. went went down really yeah. well. Um, yeah, kids are happy; they all got uh, what they wanted, and uh, I got what I wanted. I got a 4K monitor, so I'm uh, pretty happy with that. Yeah, yeah, I like it. I like it. I saw a funny um, Saturday Night Live where they, you know, those, um, those, those like funny Lexus commercials where it's like wrapped in a bow, the Lexus, <laughs> um, speaking of cars. So they walk out and, and the guy's like, I got you a Lexus. And then basically the wife's like, how, how did you afford this? Like, you don't have a job. And he's just like, what? I just had to put a few thousand down. <laughs> I don't know. I saw that one. Just, yeah. He had no idea that? that he had no idea there were like, payments after the money down <laughs> what <laughs> just, i guess what? you had to have seen it because it, it had all those like you know that like it's like december to remember it's all like romanticized it's like a yeah. very wealthy couple and they're like you yeah. know like hey honey unwrap your gift of alexis and like and they're all like dressed fancy and then he's like what and then the wife's like, i can't afford this this was a major purchase we should talk about this <laughs> we should talk about these hey we do it we do have a personal finance show and it's about and it's about cars, so uh, so that's that's pretty good. But uh, I don't know, guys. I, I so I've got to do this. I just got to get stuff off my chest. Like since we're in the beginning of our show, before we launch into the main topic, like you know, just in the news, Bitcoin. Dang it! I I have Dude. had some real issues, and you guys have thankfully been talking me off the ledge the last couple of days. It's like <laughs> I'm watching it too much. It's just going bonkers. And, uh, you know, no one quite knows what to make of it. I mean, you can go down a crazy rabbit hole, as we all know, with this stuff, with crypto. Yeah. yeah. Here, uh, so, uh, here's, okay, so this is what I'm going to say, the, the, the whole Bitcoin thing. Once um, the, the, the rumors and the, the uh, Twitter, the, the tweets, yeah, tweets, uh, were going on uh, with Elon Musk, talking they're, they're trying to find ways of rolling money into bitcoin um it started getting a little volatile like a little more volatility and there were some more spikes up um i'm telling you this is what i you know just talked you know, my wife about this is that um bitcoin is a great play for the the people that um the investors are in are obsessed with making money during the week and they, they can't do it over the weekend. So they pull their money and during the weekend they throw it in at Bitcoin <laughs> and it. then they, they cash out on like Saturday night or Sunday, you know, Sunday afternoon. And then they so get you, ready. And they, I see what you're saying, Bob. Yeah. So you, so for people that never want to sleep, you want markets to be open. <laughs> right. Seriously. So you can get up at 3 a.m. If and have you Bitcoin want high anxiety drinks. about your money 24 yeah. seven, I got a place for you. Yeah. <laughs> I would just say, listen, I, we all dabble in it, but honestly, like yeah. I just, I am, I would only dabble in it with, 
relatively small amounts of your network right. because Incre- I mean, incrementally that th- it's, it's going to go continue to go up. I it mean, could shoot up. Yeah, but it's but it's also going to plunge at some point. You know what I mean? Like any, any day, but... any day it's going to drop like six thousand dollars, you know, and you're right. It'll yeah. bumble along and something else will happen. It, it'll shoot it up could, Greg. But I mean, some I mean, some people are putting Bitcoin into their uh in their trusts and their wills and they're it's getting crazy. it for their kids and institutions are getting involved, uh, Goldman yeah. Sachs and fidelity and all, wow. all of, so, I mean, there's something going on that wasn't happening last time it got to 20,000. There's a lot more interest by institutions. And I don't know if that makes it more of a, of a real thing or gives it a little more credit for the future. I don't know, but that's just well, something you- I've noticed. Yeah, Jerry, and you're onto something because I mean, you you were the one that introduced me to cryptos years ago. I mean, years ago we sat in bars and talked about cryptocurrencies, or you know, and we had a good time. You know, it was fun. But um, yeah, it, it, it's just a mind bender because you're kind of like, what is this thing? Is it actually right. a currency? But then the, the the rabbit hole I end up going down is what is any kind of investment at the end of the day, and what is money? Because you What's get into the dollar? world of what. Yeah, the dollar. But you actually then, don't then physically you have the dollar bill. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, and then they, yeah, what's a dollar? Then they say, well, it's not backed by anything. Then they then they say, well, it used to be backed by gold. Then you ask yourself, what's gold? It's a rock. I mean, you, you know, it's a weird like esoteric. Uh, ab- well, it's maybe the word's abstract. Like it's it, all of its abstract concepts. So, right. Uh, but hey, more power to people. You we all dabble in it. So, um, yeah. I don't know. We'll see. Um, it could go either way in my mind, and and. Uh, Maybe it goes the way where people make a lot of money, but I don't know. Had to mention it. Um, but yeah. uh, also in the news, this will be a good uh, this will be a good segue into our topic. But um, and I might have mentioned this last week, but EV sales they keep talking about this are projected to increase fifty percent next year. So that is what we're here yeah. to talk about today, um, because I think that EVs, uh, from what you can see, are at a point where they're about. I mean, they're about to go mainstream. I think in a yeah. big way. And if I was to be any kind of person that makes predictions, um, I would say 2021 and beyond, you know, they're, they're, they're going to go mainstream. I'm glad you, you're saying this because I do have a correction from last show where I was talking about GM and their fleet going full EV um, by 2030 or 2034 was my, my comment. Um, I was looking, I revisited it. It's actually by 2024. Wow, that's that's like tomorrow. Dude, that's three years. Yes, they're they're by twenty twenty four. The commitments to have their full fleet lineup EV vehicles. So so every you're saying every GM model will have an EV option, is what you're saying. Yep. I could get a Chevy Tahoe electric vehicle. I could get a. Well, it's. I mean, G, yeah, you're looking at GM and Chevy com- together as one, right? It's a, they're like sister companies, but it's just the GM mm-hmm. lineup, like a GMC Sierra. Okay. Uh, okay. The Hummer, right? Sure. We already know about the Hummer. The whatever GMC makes, um, their that lineup will be full uh, EV. Well, here's the deal: as we as we wrap up 2020, you know, we are definitely thinking, and as we always do in investing, uh, we think about themes, right? And right. I think a 2021 theme is going to be EVs. So, um, you know, we've talked about Tesla a lot on our show. We'll talk about it some more, but. I, you know, that's just the beginning of this world. And, yeah. you know, they, I think Tesla certainly deserves a huge amount of credit for making EVs quote unquote sexy. You know, their lineup is the S right. model three, the X and the Y. So it. it's called sexy and other car companies. But, um, you know, EV investing as we're going to, we're going to look into here during the show is a wide and expansive world. Um, it right. involves everything from the, you know, you know, there's foreign investments that can be, you know, plays that can be made with Neo and others in China. There's battery tech we can talk about. There's natural resources right. such as lithium. There's solar. There's autonomy. There's AI. So there's a lot of ways to play it. Um, but I'll, you know, uh, I'll just throw this out there as a little statistic. Um, Tesla sold 21,600 Model 3s in China last month. Whoa. So, right. That's a lot. That's a lot of cars. I mean, there's so there's so, you know, that's just and then I was looking at before the show and this goes back a little bit to like mid 2019, the Tesla Model 3 in 2019, like by leaps and bounds outsold BMW's two, three, four and five series outsold the Mercedes C, CLA, CLS 
outsold the Audi A3, A4, A5, outsold the Lexus ES, GS. And, you know, you see the point here. I mean, there's, there's yeah. something going on, you know. Um, it's on, and I, if it hasn't yeah. already, it's on track to also outsell the Ford F-150. America's no, truck. That is huge, <laughs> what you just said. Yeah. Because that's, that's the biggest selling, that's the, that's the largest selling vehicle in the world, correct? Yeah, correct. So that that's insane. Where that, we're that you're getting to that point, insane. yeah, you're taking the king off the throne. I mean, so, so a friend of mine the other day was just telling me, like, I, I think his name was Bob Bob Lutz. He was like the like a old GM kind of like CEO or something. Or mm-hmm. I hope I get this right for the show. But he, you know, for years he's been like, no, Tesla's going down, going down, going down. But I, I was telling my friend that I think what those old school you know, automotive guys just don't are not realizing is that it's just not a car company. It's much more. It's an AI right. company. It's a software company. It's a technology company. It's going to be, you know, if, if they can get this fleet to be autonomous and you can own an appreciating asset when you buy a car, think how that's going to flip the script, you guys, on right. personal finance. If buying a car becomes buying an asset. Think about that right. for a second. Right. That is something that's I crazy. had not considered. Yeah. Right. You, yeah. you, you all of a sudden and, and, bought something that doesn't just sit in your driveway for 95% of the time. It drives around town and does work for you. I'm, I'm yeah. not saying that's tomorrow. I mean, that sounds, that sounds pretty crazy to me. Like it's future. I'm a, I, I'm a future, futuristic guy, but even that sounds crazy, but I don't know. I mean, you know, 10 years ago, would we have been where we are now? I don't think people could have seen right. it coming. And let me just, you know, before we launch into our personal picks, let me let me say, share this with you guys. The global EV forecast is looking at a compound annual growth rate of 29% over the next 10 years in EV sales. So EV, total EV sales um, will go from 2.5 million in 2020 to 11.2 million in 2025. That's not that far away. And right. then they're saying we'll reach 31, over 31 million by 2030. So why, why do you think that is, Greg? I mean, is it because of the environment? Is it because of the uh, you know lower cost? Is it you know people just you know just don't want to use oil anymore? Like what what is kind I of? I wonder. It, it, it's probably you know, aggregate, you know, Jerry, you're probably you know, aggregating Jerry, numbers, I, right? Two. I, I think two. I think two things. I'm glad you asked asked me a question. Um, I think number one, and, and these are these are Greg's theories, so take it take it with a grain of salt. But number one. Um, I think people in a way, as I think we can all agree, are kind of herd animals, right? So when, when these things get going and you suddenly see that like, oh, my friend has an electric vehicle like you, Jerry, and <laughs> it's been great for him. I think people just tend to go like, oh, it's, you know, it, it's all, the whole thing of the Joneses, right? Like everyone's looking around like, cause we're, we are like, that's, what's been so hard about this pandemic. We are, we are community pack animals, right? So we're looking around now and, and we're like, oh, everybody's got an EV. So I think that's number one. So I think there's an exponential growth um, thing going on here with human behavior. But the second thing, Jerry, I really think is that I think just Tesla is, is, has, is delivering a superior product. Yeah. You know, I think it's the bottom line. It's, it's, it's a superior product. Yeah. So never mind it's electric. It's just the autonomous driving and the, all the technology that's that's really what is, well, is driving. Here, I guess here's my my comment to that is you have there. I think it's a generational thing. Is you have um, uh, you have people that cannot adapt so easily to an EV vehicle because combustion engine has been our world, right? And and um, it, we've talked about this a few shows ago. Is that the the battery that you know your uh, your drive distance has drastically improved over the years and back when tesla you know it first became a popular product you were only getting what it was close to 300 miles on a charge and where you could get just a fuel efficient car that can get you know 400 500 miles and so people were like nah why why would i do that why would i spend a hundred some thousand dollars for a model s that gets 300 miles you know where now they've tr- dropped the price. It's under seventy thousand for a Model S that can get. Um, they're starting to approach like five hundred mile range on a charge. Um, they have supercharging stations all over the place. Um, you can get a software update to improve your mileage. You know, 
They have well, models that are on the $30,000. Yeah. The, the Model 3 is an even better price point, and it's right, in line right. with any car that someone would buy. Yep, and it has so, performance now, too. And so and car. so the thing is, it's yeah, you have your, your Model 3s now. You have the Model Y, which is the, the latest one. And so you have people of a mindset that is, is about the sound of their engine, right? And, and, you know, the feeling that rumble, and they can't get on board with something the dead dead silence. And... Um, yeah, I, I mean, you know, Jerry, I think it's just a mindset. I think it would help everybody to, you know, to, it's funny to kind of answer your question. I mean, what, <laughs> Throw it back what got at me. you? Yeah. Well, yeah. well, I, I really would like to hear like, what got you into EVs? I mean, what's the story? Yeah. Uh, how, cause, cause you, you've been a, even, you know, tell people like how long you've been an EV adopter for a long time. Yeah. Well, I mean, it started just kind of the, for me personally, and I'm not saying this is for everyone, but, uh, for me personally, it was just kind of the excitement of a new technology. I obviously I thought I could save money on gas. I think electricity in California, although it is it is kind of a it can range you know at different times of the day and different seasons. But generally, uh, from the math that I've done, it sort of worked out that to charge a car is cheaper than going to the gas station and filling up. So there's financial, right. then there's environmental which is nice to be driving all over the road and uh, not be, uh, you know, emitting CO2. There, There's that, which was uh, exciting. It was just quiet and faster, a little more torque. And I just kind of wanted to see what it was about. And it seemed like at the time when I first got it, uh, I got a Nissan Leaf. I got a used Nissan Leaf, looked around for a while, and I, I was I was really happy with it. It just seemed like a good uh, starter car to kind of get into EVs. Uh, I was wrong about that actually, because later I ended up getting the, the Chevy Volt because the, the, the Volt and the, the Leaf are slightly different in the way that the Leaf is completely electric. And when I had bought it, it could, it could go about, I don't know, 80 miles or so, 75 miles. But as time went on, I would have, a lot of appointments and things, you know, driving my son different places, appointments and me having work and him to school. And, and these, these locations were all over San Diego. So I had to, yeah. I, I started getting really nervous because I would uh, not, I'd have to miss appointments for him because I couldn't charge the car. I'd get to work and there wouldn't be a slot to, to charge the car. Mm -hmm. And so that was kind of problematic. So after a while I had enough of that and I just, I still wanted to continue EV, but I sort of went backwards a little bit and went to a hybrid solution with the Volt where you could do uh, something like 300 miles on gas. So it's like a regular car, but yeah. then the next uh, 50, 55 or so are all electric. And I like that idea because you use the electric first and I think for my normal driving routines, this is a pre-pandemic, um, you know, 98% of the time, I think I'd be just be driving using the electric. And then the few days a week or one day a week that I would need that extra uh, insurance to get a little farther, I was not worried at all anymore. No more range anxiety about those, uh, you know, going over uh, 50 miles. I could just use the gas. And I got the EV about a year ago, and I still have not yet actually put gas in it. I still have the original gas wow. from the uh, wow. from, the, from <laughs> where I bought it. That's yeah, amazing. last year. So no yeah, one, way. One, yeah, yeah. One of these days, I'll, I'll fill it up. But uh, yeah. Now, would you Jeez. ever? Would you? Would you ever go Model Three in the future? Oh, of course. I mean, now at this point, if I can, if I get reliable three hundred miles on electric, sure. Mm -hmm. um, but. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't looking to go 20, 30, 40 grand at this point. I, I actually got a decent deal on the, the Volt. It was it was it was substantially less than 20 K. So and mm -hmm. so I was able to, yeah. to just buy that and not have a car payment, trade in the, the leaf, you know, pennies on the dollar and uh, <laughs> use some of yeah. that to, to help get the Volt. Right. But uh, no, I mean, I'm very happy with the Volt and I'm. I'm like I said, 99% of the time I'm on electric and I really enjoy it. It's nice speed. It's got Apple CarPlay, all the new modern bells and whistles and uh, wow. nice, nice acceleration and torque. So I'm, I'm really happy with that purchase. Wow. That is wow. really, that is really cool. And you've got this, you've got some of the solar set up too. So you're, so I've you're got solar. Yeah. And I had, I mean, I think one, one, uh, 
one impediment to people going EV is they they worry about the uh, the charging in their in their in their uh, house or their garage. And, and really, I, I had an electrician set up a 220 where my washing machine was washer dryer and there's a 220 line yeah. there. So that was pretty easy. They, they came in, they put in a, uh, um, they call it a level two charger, which will charge the, uh, yeah. both the leaf and the volt. It's the same plug. So it was nice. Um, there's a name for, there's a technical name for that type, but the level two charger, very nice. You can charge, um, you can charge it, uh, really quickly. When I first got the leaf, I had a, a 110 and that would take almost 24 hours to get full charge it's ridiculous a long time yeah. long time wow. yeah so the the fast charger is nice and also the volt has on board uh uh timing so it knows my rates uh for sdg and e and it'll only charge after midnight unless i override that that's kind of cool i love that kind of smart stuff where it's so like, i get the yeah. cheaper yeah kilowatt per <laughs> hour for itself yeah. to like get the best bang for your buck so. yeah yeah that is, so God, yeah so i mean cool. financial um honestly not having to go to a gas station is pretty cool whenever i pull into the garage i just charge it and i know it's always full when i'm ready to go somewhere so that's really yeah. nice too that's cool that is awesome yeah i i mean we we are definitely so we are definitely going to do an EV vehicle in the next two years. So one, we're going to start turning over a couple of the vehicles and we're going to, one of them is going to be an EV. So I'm, I'm going to be there with you soon, um, soon enough. They, but, so uh, they, they um, just recently reduced the price on the Tesla Model S. They took about 7,000 off of it. It goes 400 miles on, that's their long range. Nice. God, Nice. That is awesome. And I'm sure with okay. the new administration too, there's probably going to be more incentives, tax incentives, more incentives. to, uh, yeah. you know, to go EV. You know, I'm glad you mentioned that. That's a good point. I, I, I definitely think that's another um, factor in this investing scenario, I think, because if, if you're looking at an administration that's going to be, you know, um, more into, you know, this, this field, uh, that that can't hurt you, right? In your investing thesis, I mean, to know that for at least four years, um, you know, yeah, there might be incentives, there might be subsidies. Who knows, right? Mm-hmm. To get to get more of these things out there, yeah. Um, but I, I, but again, you know, I think at the end of the day, like I said, I think the I think the thing that Tesla does that people just are need to realize is that they are making, you know, they're making a superior product at the right price, and that's what sells yeah. things, right? We buy things because. It's a product we want that adds value, and if yeah. and if we can afford it, and it's and it's a price point that we believe is the right price point, those things sell, and these things are selling like hotcakes. So, yeah. um, now along those lines, Jerry, what what are what would what would be a couple of uh, um, stocks that you would do in this uh, space? Sure. So mine are not so esoteric; they're ones that I'm sure you've heard of before, and we've probably talked about them before. Uh, one of them is Apple. Now, Apple. Uh, a few years ago, there were rumors about this thing called Project Titan, but it seems like it was more recently confirmed uh, that they are working on uh, some self-driving car technology, and they're targeting 2024, if not earlier, to produce a passenger a passenger vehicle that could include its own air quotes breakthrough battery technology, whatever that means. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, Apple is an amazing stock. It's got a 21 cent dividend it's up 85 percent over the past 52 weeks so even if evs didn't exist i think apple's a great stock where i the reason i like apple is because apple has proved to us that it can change industries uh you go back to the uh i mean they started you know making computers and their hardware apple twos and apple you know the the old the old uh that's what they started with, right? The, the Macintoshes and everything. Then they came up with an iPad. Uh, sorry, not iPad, iPod, the first iPod, uh, yeah. portable MP3 music player. And they completely changed the music industry. Um, then they came up with iPhones and they kind of changed the, uh, the telephony industry. Um, you know, nobody thought that they would make deals with AT&T when they launched the first iPhone. But uh, Steve Jobs had a lot of clout was able to change things. Uh, same with the, uh, with the iPod. You know, they changed the music industry. They were able to create a service that people subscribe to and paid money for, bought songs from. So I just sort of see this as kind of one of their next 
business ventures. Uh, and they, they have always felt very strongly about owning the, not just the hardware, but the software and the entire experience end to end. And they're very good at that. So mm-hmm. if they say they're getting involved with, uh, you know, they're probably not going to be building the cars at the spaceship in Cupertino. They're going to, they're going to make <laughs> deals with, with other, uh, you know, producers of, of, of cars and, and, uh, you know, battery and whatnot. But I think they're going to somehow find a way to get a great experience like Tesla's done uh, and yeah. be able to marry the, the wheels with the, with the technology. So that's, that, that's, wow. You're blowing <laughs> my mind right now. That, no, that's that, that, what you just said, how you said it. I, that was, that was very eloquently uh, said. I, I, Kudos to you, sir. <laughs> Kudos. Hats off to you, Thank sir. you. Thank you very much. <laughs> that's, so no, Apple I, I, was I, that. I, I, need, I need that. that, that, that's, that you really actually uh, just opened my eyes to that. And I, I didn't think of the historical piece of it. And when you walk people through that chronology, it yeah. almost like makes total sense. And, and, you know, but if you're just in the moment, you're kind of like, what? Like a, a car? Like it seems so... Again, it's that leap that people are having a hard time with that are kind of the doubters, I think, that, you know, it's been said before that, that you know, a Tesla is an iPhone on wheels. I mean, yeah. I, Apple knows batteries. They know technology. They know communication. They know GPS. They know uh, They you know, know user. They know user experience. They know yeah. user experience. They know how to delight their customers. Well, and if yeah. I could add one more to that, they are masters of design. Yes. And, and yeah. think about it. The first Clean. thing people talk about with cars is cars are a design problem. So mm-hmm. they're masters mm-hmm. of design. It's, it's there. It, and they also incorporate durability too, because as you, as you, as you've started to see over the years is that when they created the iPhone, it was great style wise, design wise comfort, but then it was, it could break. Right. And so you've seen over the past year, or two years, it's, the harder materials that glass, the gorilla glass, like these things, ceramic shield. Terrible. That's what I've got on yeah, my iPhone like, 12. Ceramic yeah. shield. So they always come up with a nice shield. name for all these things. Oh <laughs> man, it sounds like it's just made of rock. And so they they've they've been able to uh, incorporate durability. Um, but the last, so this is what we talked about in the last show when I, I talked about my my fanboyness of microvision. That, <laughs> you had right? to mention it. I had to mention it because <laughs> well, it's very pertinent Apple, in this episode. It is. Yes, it, is. it really That's is true. because it Apple is. has this. <laughs> this is the thing: is they wanted to have um, one of the most advanced lidar systems um, available, and there's talk about what's called a solid state lidar. And um, it's the automotive LiDAR and Microvision just had those patents approved and they're able to create. So LiDAR, I'm sorry, is, is for those who don't know, it's it's um, it's a radar. It's it's laser radar. Right. It's taking lasers. It's to make a map of the world. Right. To make a map of the world. Um, Microvision has created the most compact and most advanced automotive LiDAR system picking up like it's like I'm, I'm not doing it justice but i want to say it's like 20 million points or something like that in scanning uh, 20 million point surfaces to scan from and like the next one in line is like something stupid like two million right it's something crazy wow. and they put it in the size of a cassette that can fit in the vehicle somewhere to work and so that's why it became a big point with apple is that because they want to have the best, the latest and the greatest in their car, the, you know, Project Titan. And it kind of revitalized um, the, the noise around that project because Microvision is venturing into the automotive lighter. Well, you have so all Apple's, heard Bob yeah. mention Microvision for the first time. Wait, <laughs> my, did you say Microvision? You said Microvision. I did. Right? Have you ever heard of it, Bob? It's called Invis. Yeah. No, I, I got to look into it more. <laughs> hey, hey, Jerry, what's your second one? What's, what you got also? Oh, my second one's also kind of a familiar one, and it's a local San Diego company. Is Qualcomm. And this is more a pick from the uh, autonomous driving because uh, all this uh, artificial intelligence and autonomous driving is going to require silicon chips and uh, lots of computations to make sure that it's safe and can drive by itself and, uh, you know, get software updates. Qualcomm, of course, uh, 
amazing stock too. It's up 67% this, this year for the past 52 weeks, got a 65 cent dividend. I got involved with it probably in uh, two, 2019, 2018. It seemed to have been in a range at that point, somewhere any, I don't know, in the forties, fifties, sixties, I went into a strangle on that, which is basically <laughs> selling a call and selling a put. And it just killed me because it, Qualcomm's now uh, $148 and 79 cents. And I had not expected that to happen. And it just, no, they've had a really nice turnaround with that, with the CEO and uh, yeah, 5G yeah. stuff. Yeah. So I'm kind of, I have a little chip on my shoulder from Qualcomm. So this is more out. This is more out of revenge that I want. Well, to you make. know they're, they're 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 tearing down Qualcomm Stadium as we speak. So you can you could go watch it like come down. Yeah. And, sorry, that's an inside uh, San Diego joke for. I, I'm sorry to our Canadian listeners who have to come visit San Diego. Um, hey, no, uh, but I mean, a, yeah, yeah. Go ahead, oh, Jared. Just before we go to break, uh, yeah. So it's just it's done phenomenally well, and this this entire uh, area. Uh, Qualcomm, another one could be NVIDIA that, uh, you know, similar types of uh, chips that aren't just uh, doing graphic processors, but, you know, they can power AI and um, autonomous oh, driving. In, oh, NVIDIA, if only all my stocks could have been as beautiful as you. Oh. <laughs> yeah. um, hey, we're going to take a quick commercial break and hear from our sponsors, and we'll be back with more picks in the world of EVs. All right. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, Bob, what are you thinking? Sure. What are you going to invest in in the world of EVs? Oh, man. It, I, my, my list is way too long, so it's, I'm going I'm to narrow <laughs> it down. start with MVIS? And, yeah, right. It's, uh, <laughs> if you guys heard of the stock microvision, it's crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> I haven't heard of it um, before. Maybe you can tell yeah. me about it. <laughs> okay, wait, hold on. By the way, let me just step back for a second here because I will tell you, on last show, I said this thing was going to, I would be, I wouldn't be surprised if it was going to go over $7 at the end of the week. I'm just joking. <laughs> Dude, it almost hit $10 a share and it's not done yet. So I'm just going to throw that out there. I know. I'm, 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 I'm a little bit, you didn't hear my jaw drop when uh, you brought it up on the last yeah. show. I hadn't, cause I like, yeah. I got rid of it. I took it out of all my watch lists, threw it in the trash. <laughs> who are it you up. right now? Jerry, who are you? <laughs> I'm short. I'm shorting it. Yeah, All right, beyond good. beyond Envis, what are you what are you looking at, Bob? Okay. For, uh, EVs? So you guys are gonna be proud of me because I'm typically not talking about ETFs, but today, my friends, uh, I will. <laughs> um, so <laughs> one of we're looking. <laughs> so uh, one to talk about it's it's the Global X Autonomous and Electric Vehicle ETF. All right, the ticker on it's DRIV. This is what you guys are gonna love about this. So. It's top 10 holdings uh, comprising of 26%, 27% of, of the ETF uh, is Tesla, Qualcomm, NIO, NVIDIA, Apple, um, AMD, Microsoft. Uh, they even have some Google in there. Mic drop. Boom. Right? So, yeah, guys, boom. Right you guys there, talk buddy. about this stuff all the time. You where just dropped it. You dropped the hammer, Bob. In. You dropped the hammer. I'm just saying. Drop <laughs> the hammer. So... Uh, the net asset right now it's, it's 130, uh, 134 million. Um, so year to date, the return on it's been fifty nine percent. But it has a it's a very solid portfolio um, uh, of the kind of the big name products. And when we start talking about like technology and EV, it has them. And you, know, you talk about Qualcomm, it's it's second on its list. Yeah, three um, percent of its holding, four uh, percent is in Tesla. Let's see, it has 2.67, it's almost 3% in Apple. Um, so that that's a good solid play, I, in my opinion, for people that, that want to kind of have a, a robust um, uh, feel of that technology and EV market. Um, I, I think it's brilliant, if I may, Bob, That's it's brilliant too, because I think you're getting a lot of... Um, potential for growth, but you're also getting yeah. a lot, you know, a lot of investing is managing your risk and a lot of life is risk management. Right. I think you're really managing right. your risk with that because as we've just said, and as Jerry was saying, I mean, when you're investing in a fund that holds Qualcomm and Apple and Google and AMD and Microsoft, 
those companies are not just dependent on EVs. You know, EVs could drop off the right. face of the planet tomorrow and never resurrect. And those companies right. will still make billions of dollars. So they still have other venues. Yeah. And, and so I think that I'm actually, yeah. I'm going to buy some of that next week because I think that is Perfect. actually a brilliant play on this uh, trend. Yeah. Right now. So right now um, it's currently 2360 a share. It's, I mean, it's down, it's minuscule. It's down 0.08% on the day. Um, but it's, it's had a really solid trajectory. I wouldn't be surprised if there's a slight pullback, um, but minuscule, but I think it will continue up on its trajectory. Um, especially with us coming into, uh, out of Christmas, we're going to hit the Santa Claus rally that, that goes through the end of the year. So I think it'll, it'll start gaining some traction, uh, on, on the bell on Monday. Maybe um, remember it's 2020 and we're in a pandemic and we have all that is true. Um, we are in opposite world DC, right now, but we'll see. Maybe. Yeah. Seriously. <laughs> well, I'm we we mentioned it on this show, so I mean, yeah, it's gonna happen. It's uh, gonna I happen. Hope so if if, if money Vikings are backing it, who knows how high it could go? I hope so. Seriously. I, well, I th- I think Kenny. I think that drive. I think that D, yeah driv. I think I'm gonna definitely pick up some next um, week because that. Just yeah. to um, just to note, there's another sister one just like it from iShares. This one's the the one that Bob brought up: Global X Autonomous and Electric Vehicle ETF. So iDrive, that's the one I was researching for this episode too. Looks very similar, mm. but has a 0.47 percent net expense ratio, as opposed to the DRIV 0.68 percent. So you may Good just want to look at that like and do a little bit of analysis. The return's not there. It's not the same. It's 59 versus 54%, but hmm. I don't know. You can decide. Just just saying yeah, there's a, there's a whole bunch what? of other ones to, to look there's at. There's alternatives. Yeah. You're, you're, you're on to something with that because, I, you know, as we talked about in the last show, like I'm doing the same thing you're doing, Jerry, where I'm going to – I'm trying to rotate out of individual stocks and more into a lot of ETFs. Um, but, um, some of these do actually, you've got to watch out for those expense ratios and, you know, I'm a big, yeah. you know, arc, arc ETF fan, but I think their expense ratios are a little high. Um, right. Overall, yeah. this is very, these are very similar to arc too. There's a little bit of overlap there. So just be mindful of that as well as you're adding it to your portfolio. Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. I mean, people are cheating and steal from others. Very good ones, sir. <laughs> Robert. Um, yes. Wow. Love it. So, so <laughs> now looking more on an individual side, so you're going directly individual stocks. I had kind of a list here. Uh, obviously we know Tesla, right? That's huge. Um, it's, it, it did a little, it's been a little bit of a minuscule consolidation after a, a run, but it, it was just a slight dip down. I mean, it, it peaked up at, um, it was almost 700. It was knocking on the door of 700 um, the other day, mm-hmm. and it kind of just did a little pullback uh, down to what about six, almost 640 ish, and it's just dropped out of it, and it's starting to go um, right back up. So, uh, I at the end of the day, I don't think it's going to hurt you to to buy a share or two of Tesla if you can afford it and just hold it, looking looking at a longer investment game. Mm-hmm. Do you guys think? Um, do you think Tesla is kind of Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna be devil's advocate for a minute, and I and, and don't take the wrong way. I'm the biggest Tesla fanboy there is out there with all. Of them. I know where you live, dude. I know where you, you do live, know where so I live, yeah, and you know I want one. But uh, <laughs> you know, is it is it sort of one of these things now where it's fairly priced? And I, I definitely think it's still a good investment. Like it'll grow. But do you do you think like this phenomenal growth is kind of kind of behind us? I, I, That's me, what they like, said at Amazon. That's what I, they said about Amazon at four hundred. I'm just saying. Oh, I see. I see. Got it. Got it. Okay. I don't, and I don't yeah. think I don't think so because yeah. here, here's the thing to think about is that they are granted they're hitting they're hitting some roadblocks in Germany with the gig factory being built no pun out intended. There, but, no pun intended. <laughs> um, roadblocks. So, but out uh, while they're out there, um, some somebody from the UK approached Tesla like trying into to incentivize them to build in northeast uk they say we have all this land for you available there's no reserves or anything like that that need to be you know saved plow it down and build your building like we want this wow. so people are jumping and biting at the bone to have tesla build a gigafactory because they know the the 
profit th- that's there. They're really paving um, the way for them to come in, right? Like really paving the way. No <laughs> pun intended. <laughs> okay, so myself, but when you're driving electri- down the highway, it's electrifying to see them do this. Oh man! But, on the road to wealth. You know. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. So here's here's the thing: is they they have we're full of dad um, jokes on this show, dude. I love it. Right? You can kind of tell our age by <laughs> where we get the humor. They have um, they submitted a proposal to um, the UK to be their energy provider. Um, they are popping up these gigafactories like nobody's business. Like it's it's they have the game the the plan down right. They know where they're going to plot it out. They know what they need to do. They bring it in and, and throw it up in no time. Well, you're sounding um, you're sounding like uh, Kathy Woods over at um, Arc in terms of she's saying like you know she's right. like she's like yes yeah, she's like there'll be volatility there'll be ups and downs but she will mention several times in her interviews that with these companies that they invest in and Tesla being one of their their biggest ones yeah you know they're saying they're talking about exponential growth and she said that's the right. key thing you have to get your mind wrapped around here is exponential growth right and that's kind of what people kind of what that don't understand that you're describing to me. Yeah, and, and here's and here's kind of a, a, a kind of an element that I was reading um, is that there's a formula out there that predicts kind of the profit uh, profitability of an automotive company, and it gives it a timeline from when they produce a new um, model or re, or do a refinement to a combustion engine, right? So based off that modeling, it takes a car company, automotive company. 29 and a half years for uh to break out into their profit profit space on a a, a model change 29? so going into like 29? 29 and a half 29 and a half years jeez louise full, full long... profitability so it's a it's just 100% profit on, on at that point okay where they're not doing any rollbacks or refinements or the initial or investment has all been recouped and then they're... recouped it's done yeah. 29 and a half years Mm-hmm. Tesla is doing that in two years. So wow. to see them be able to pull that sort of number out. And like you talked about with the, the number of, of um, Model 3s in China that they, or Model 3s or Model Ys that in China they sold, it's it's insane. Mm-hmm. So it's, um, anyways, yeah. So, so well, Tesla. I mean, the other thing we talked about, the other thing we talked about with Tesla is that they are collecting massive amounts of real world data and artificial yeah. intelligence combined that can Absolutely. be used. And, and it, I think it's, it's like we've talked mm-hmm. about, yeah, it's, we're in the information age, right? Whoever owns yeah. and controls the information owns the future. And so yeah. they, they are, they are owning the, you know, no one, no yeah. one had readily at their hands, all of the information about every pothole and strange little turn, <laughs> right? On all the roads in yeah. the United States. You know, it's great. And through, it's yeah, through, their, through all their vehicles, they've been collecting this data, correct? Like a hive? They have. Yeah. Yeah. And, so, and great. And you're going to love this. Kathy Woods even said that um, Lyft and Uber missed their mark because for all this time, they could have equipped their the drivers with devices and made this part of it to scan and accumulate data but mm-hmm. way before tesla came into the picture they could have beat they, to, uh, tesla to that they could have they could have beat tesla to be in this data factory this data yeah. mine so they missed their mark and you're right tesla has been doing this you have you know you have google and apple which is, has gone out and done scanning of maps on a visual scale but they've never used it in the way that Tesla is using it. Well, the difference there too um, is like Google has been doing it on their own, which takes a long time. Right. I mean, they're just sending out yeah. these minivans, which you'll collect the data, but you're going to collect it over a decade. Whereas Tesla, every time they launch another, they sell another Model 3, they're instantly collecting information it. on everything that person yep. does when they're driving around and every pothole, Absolutely. turn, yeah. speed, traffic, etc. Yep. Right? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That's that is so. That's what I'm saying. Tesla is a you know people will say, "Wow, it's so high, right?" And we've all said this before, and it just keeps going, and then it's going to do a split again. (laughs) And you know, um, so you know, I charted Tesla out a while ago, and um, you know, silly me, I should have just followed my instinct on my chart, and I I missed my (laughs) entry point. 
and you know, I could have gotten in at yeah. about four four hundred. And never too late. Never too late to invest. There's never too late. Yeah, and and actually, I would I would argue it's still early. I would yeah. argue it's, we're still early with some of those statistics I was throwing out there. I mean, you're talking about huge changes over the next ten years. Um, yeah. So that's good stuff. Now, here, so um, if if people, if you, hey, but here's the thing is, if you want to step back in time and you want to, you want to, you want to mulligan, you want to redo. The next stock in line that I'm looking at here is NIO. Mm-hmm. So China NIO is it, China. It's Chinese. It's a Chinese EV company, but it is um, it is showing the same birth of, of Tesla, right? It, it's a lot into its R&D. It has a lot of backing and, and investment. They have great design and concept um and uh, and clientele so they were doing very well until recently there was some conflict with um citron um and backing out of uh, of agreement and so that kind of caused a, a drop in in share price then mm. they recently did a public offering of you know 60 million uh shares and depository depository shares uh $39 a share so that caused some pullback. So this is another one where they're kind of on a, a, a bearish trend right now. And yeah. I, yeah. And I think it's good a good stuff. entry point. Coming yeah. Could, could be a good play. I still go back to your ETFs play. that you're uh, talking about. Those yeah. Cool. Yeah. You go to the ETFs. It's part it's of it. Set. So it's, you know. So, you know, for me, guys, um, and you guys are on the same page. I mean, again, we, we run this. This is like a whole, you know, all you can think about investment and personal finance discussions that we have. So for me, car ownership is a huge thing, right? That has to be carefully um, weighed because if, if you're, because car ownership is notorious for destroying wealth, right? It's mm-hmm. a huge, yeah. it's a huge liability. And so people really have to think carefully about their, their car expenses, in my opinion, if they want to build wealth in this country. Um, so I, I try to be in a particular financial position to make the purchase. I really like to put large down payments down, um, you know, and people might have problems with that. But I, I really think that should be a rule of thumb that you're putting some skin in the game um, and trying to finance as, as little as possible. That's just my personal take, um, because, yeah. again, it's it's an, it's not an asset. I mean, it's a it's a tool and it's an important one because we need them to get around our world. Um, but they, they definitely need to be considered uh in terms of building wealth and how, how that plays into your overall financial picture um i mean i'm i'm also big on stuff that's like sustainable um you know renewable energy stuff so i mean i i want to i want to get into this ev game like jerry um and and own one in the next couple of years and see what it's all about um yeah. but the only the only uh ev pick i wanted to share with you guys was this one that i just came across a few weeks ago and, you know, on a whim, I bought like 10 shares and it just shot up like crazy. I wish I had this luck on other things, but it's called <laughs> QuantumScape. And I think I mentioned yeah. it, but I saw an interview with the CEO, but uh, they're, you know, they're doing really good stuff with um, apparently with the battery technology and they're, they've invented a solid state battery, which I believe is safer and I think is more efficient, I believe. Um, and, and as all, all kinds of like, you know, advancements in the technology that are continuing to happen. So I don't know, QuantumScape, I bought it at like 60 bucks and it like shot up like to 130 or something like within a couple of days. And I was like, oh man, you know, wow. I should have bought. did you take profits yeah, know, or I, are you still holding? You know, I actually, I did take profits. It felt I did. And thanks for asking. Yeah. I, I kept like three shares, but I uh-huh. sold off and took some profits. Cause I was kind of like, I was like, wow, that really shot up fast. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. you know, sometimes on those it's like, you know, I'm going to take some profits. Uh, right. so on that one I did. Yeah. Good. Um, but yeah, with that guys, I don't know. Uh, we're running a little, uh, you know, low on our time. You're about to wrap up our show, but, uh, I don't get guys got anything to say about trade strategies next week. And then uh, as we, uh, kind of wrap up the holidays here, I mean, anything you guys do anything of note? I've been doing some, uh, portfolio rebalancing. I signed up for Morningstar, uh, and real quickly, they have a feature called X-Ray. So you put in all your mutual funds and ETFs that you own, and it'll show you where you're overweight certain stocks. If if you have uh, like ARC and you have iDrive and you have Tesla and you have now S&P 500, it'll show you that all of those ETFs or mutual funds own the same stock. And it's just good for awareness. Wow. There's nothing wrong with with having 
the same stock represented in multiple funds, but just the awareness there. So I might not be as quick to pull the trigger and say, oh, I want to buy another share of Tesla. If I know that I have the equivalent of, say, 10 shares of Tesla already in everything I own. So I just thought I'd put that out there. Yeah, that's what 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 is that through again? Uh, morning, How do you do that? morning, morning star. Morning star. And if, oh, cool. we're not, uh, yeah. they're not a sponsor of ours, but uh, I no, wish they I were. Wish. Um, <laughs> but but they'll offer a two week trial. I I used it last year, so I I couldn't get the t- the trial again this year. So I actually paid for one month of of uh, service, and I'm just putting in my portfolios and just seeing, um, you know, kind of balancing. Do I have what exposure do I have to large caps, small caps, mid caps, international, um. And it just kind of shows you where maybe you might want to take some action and, and make some changes. My uh, my regular That's brokerage awesome. offers this, but Morningstar does it in a really nice way. I've made these nice PDFs that I can kind of comb through in my own time and and uh, just think about things. That's cool. I really like that. Nice. How about you, Bob? Um, so there's this, this company, uh, Microvision. I don't know if you guys have heard of it. <laughs> <laughs> I never heard of it. Maybe you I, could like tell us. Yeah, a and, about yeah. It we'll have to have a whole uh, five shows on it. So obviously, MVIS it it, it did a, a kind of retraced backwards. It did a pullback. It was shorted, and but it's, it's primed. I'm so I'm I repositioned with that, um, and it's just going to keep going. Um, awesome. uh, the other thing is I'm looking at. Um, I've started to look at pandemic recovery stocks. So things to get in now, like um, Norwegian Cruise Lines, um, Extended Stay, Caesars Palette, like, you know, MGM, like these are the the pandemic recoveries. I love plays like Um, that. Yes. Yeah, because these are ones where it's like, hey, we're, we could very well be six, seven months out maybe from having... um, it's you know, hard to imagine now, face. but there's a world after right. this. Yeah. Right, right. right. Yeah. And so that's that's where I'm looking. I'm trying to I'm trying to look out six, seven months at the pandemic recovery and and uh piece the portfolio now. Love it. Guys, great show today. It was really awesome talking with you Absolutely. and getting your EV plays. I'm gonna uh definitely pull the trigger on a few of these next week. A few EVs? Um, You're gonna buy a few EVs next week? Yeah, you can pick me I'm one doing, up. I'm I doing got the it. whole lineup, man. I'm doing the model S, the E, the X, and the Y. I'm going sexy. Nice. Uh, love it. Nice. <laughs> love it. So it was great. It was great talking with you. Uh, we will leave you with one final thought um, in investing in life. Uh, I just think do what you can with what you have in the present moment. So that is our show this week. Absolutely. Thank you all really sincerely for listening and sharing our podcast. We hope we are inspiring you to conquer your financial freedom. Be safe, be kind, hunt for opportunities, and have a happy rest of the holidays. And we will see you all in 2021. And may we begin to work towards a healthier new year. Thank you very much. We are not financial professionals, and this podcast is designed for entertainment purposes only. We are regular folks who do research and present opinions to an audience in a fun way. Our opinions should not be construed with the views of any organizations we may be affiliated with. This podcast does not represent the thoughts, intentions, plans, strategies of our employers. It only represents the opinions of the authors. If you need specific guidance on your own financial situation, please consult a financial fiduciary professional.